With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello and happy first NFL weekend of fall 2020, everyone. I am Jason McIntyre coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit. Geico.com or a free rate quote. Ah, what a glorious Saturday. Normally, we'd be celebrating a ridiculously good college football schedule. And uh, Isaac just mentioned that Virginia, Virginia Tech next week was canceled. Then you look up and down the schedule this week and it's mm, okay, football's back. Hooray. And then you look at Sunday. Sunday. Oh, my goodness, folks. I cannot express to you. And I talked about this on Straight Fire all week. Like, This week, I was a ghost to my family, essentially because I was so dove and locked in on the NFL, so excited for week one. And you know, listen, if you've been following the gambling picks I've given out for Fox Sports, they post them, so there's no way not to follow them. I'm on a heater, and I went, again, 2-1 and last night. We'll talk about the NBA shortly, but like I I would trade these NBA winners in a heartbeat for an amazing NFL season like this. Because the NFL is so tough to crack. Nobody knows anything. Everybody's got to tell you what's going to happen. Oh, this is definitely, oh yeah, this, this. Nobody knows a damn thing. I had somebody tell me that the Indianapolis Colts could put a hurting on the Jaguars to the level of Ravens-Dolphins last year. And I'm like, 
Wow, that's compelling. That's interesting. Is that is that possible? That did not even cross my mind. So much can go down in the NFL. I want to quickly start with football before we get to last night's Celtics Game 7 victory and the Clippers choke job. Just stick around. I'm going to trash the Clippers once again. Those frauds. Gavin is a Raptors guy, so you know he's going to defend his Raptors. Tough way to go out. But I'm going in on the Clippers. I went in on the Rockets on straight fire earlier this week. Clippers, you're next. Just hang around for a second. But let's quickly start with the NFL. And I, and I got to say, folks, that product Thursday night was pretty phenomenal, if you ask me. No preseason, and it looked like the players didn't miss a beat. The one negative, I would say, was the shoddy tackling. Now, you can expect that from crappy defenses, okay? The Texans' defense is a train wreck. It was dead last in red zone stoppage last year in the league, dead last in third down stoppage, and they couldn't stop the Chiefs once they got rolling. And the Houston Texans offense, as predicted, was garbage. Deshaun Watson is going to be expected to do so much. I I feel bad for that guy because he's a star. And he's got Bill O'Brien down 24-7, and they're calling handoffs in the third quarter. Like, bro, what are you doing? You're facing the Chiefs. You need points. You got to put the football in the air. You go out and sign Randall Cobb. You go out and trade for Brandon Cooks. And you barely target them. So it was it, it, it was just disappointing if you're a Houston Texans fan. But I thought the product on the field was great. Um, I know the ratings were down a tick. Uh, I, I will say, any of these carnival barkers going out there bashing the NFL ratings on Friday because it was 20 million instead of 22 million, which is what they got last year. Oh, oh no. Down 2 million, but it was actually up over 2018. Like, do you guys realize that's the largest TV audience on network television since, I think, the Oscars, like six months ago? Or the Academy? Uh, yeah, it was, I think it was since the Academy Awards. I'm sorry, since February. That's how large the audience was. So you could say, oh, the NFL, down 2 million. Okay, that's, that's fine. Look at the rest of television. We went through this last week, so I'm not going to hammer away. But overall, NFL product was great. I think preseason certainly in jeopardy. I think the NFL owners will say, fine, we'll concede. We don't need four games. Give us two. The players will say, we want one. They'll say, well, we can't do one because some teams won't get a home game. Let's just do two, and that's probably what they'll settle on. But the players look fine. I mean, the Chiefs look pretty good. They're running back. Edwards Allaire, pretty nice player. If you've got him on your fantasy team, congrats. He's going to win you some games. And it makes me very excited for Sunday. I I do have to say, I am the kind of guy who, on the NFL Sunday slate, I want balance, you know? I don't want just steak. I want the steak. I want the carbs. I want the vegetables. And I look at that Sunday lineup, nine games at 10 o'clock. Three 1 p.m. games. And one of the 1 p.m. games is probably going to be, and I'm talking 1 o'clock Pacific, folks. Sorry about that. One of the 1 o'clock games, Chargers, Bengals, nobody's going to care about. Buck Saints is going to be must-see TV. That's on Fox. That's going to be amazing. And I love Cardinals Niners. That's one of my, uh, you know, I'm in the gambling contest in Vegas. I'm not doing the super contest this year simply because the Circa contest is a little bit cheaper. It's 500 instead of a, a 1500. I'm sorry. It's 1000 instead of 1500. And the circuit contest, I think has quarterly prizes and like a halfway prize. And the super contest is just $1 million. So I'm in the circuit this year, but Cardinals getting the points is definitely one of my picks. 
And then we get two games Monday night. So it's just an amazing, incredible weekend here. I hope you pace yourselves, guys. You must pace yourself. Hang out with the family a little bit today because the college football schedule, it's just not great. Like, you can watch it on your phone, spend some quality time, and then you know, Sunday, once Red Zone begins, you're locked in for eight straight hours. And then you got the Sunday night game, too. Sunday night game, Cowboys-Rams. That's not shabby. That's a real good game. Also, uh, Sleeper, uh, I I have one of those teams in my five picks of the week. We'll do that later in the show. But to pivot to the NBA, one of the funniest texts Gavin sent me yesterday as we're preparing for the show. Hey, did you see they just scheduled Nuggets Clippers? Oh, okay. What time is it Sunday? One o'clock Pacific. Uh, One o'clock Eastern time. So it's at 1 p.m. Eastern in Orlando on Sunday. You know what else is going on (laughs) on Sunday at 1 o'clock? Nine NFL games. Like, you guys know I have the multiple TV set up. I have Red Zone, and then I have the other TV that I have, like, the local game on or or whatever game the national game is. I have the two channels, CBS and Fox, and then I toggle between, and I can rewind if I miss, like, a big play. I don't know where I'm putting Clippers Nuggets Sunday. I mean, I, I guess you'll just have to have the box score on your computer. And the only reason they're playing this game is because of the epic choke job by the L.A. Paperclips. Folks, I had the Clippers and and the eight points here, and they were winning by like 12, 13, 14 in the third quarter, and I'm feeling fine. Like, okay. I was more concerned about my prop bet, Jamal Murray, over five and a half assists. And if you're sitting there in your car saying, Jay, you got a problem. You're betting on Jamal Murray props. There's a lot of value to be had in these, and I've been cleaning up on them. I mean, I because I, I can't really tell you my t- full process, but I, I have a process that's been working in the playoffs. I'm at about 59%. I was at 61 earlier this week, but I had an 0-2 night. Anyways, I'm like, oh, man, Jamal Murray's not going to get his assists. That stinks. And then it flipped. The Nuggets went to their pick and roll with Murray and Jokic. Murray ends up getting the assists, and the Clippers can't defend it. Folks, Marcus Morris... Might have woke the sleeping giant. Did you see, Gavin, how he got in the face of Paul Paul Millsap and said, so, it looked like he was mouthing, you're about to go the bleep home, you're going bleeping home. Did you see that? I did not see that. So, no. yeah, it was a technical on Morris. And, and you're starting to worry about the phrase studio gangster and the L.A. Clippers. Patrick Beverly woofing at Jamal Murray, Marcus Morris jaw-jacking with Paul Millsap. But what's going on is Jokic took over this... Took over the series last night. He was unstoppable. All I hear is, oh, Kawhi is the best player in the world. Get the hell out of here with that. It's just not even remotely accurate. If Kawhi was a real leader, they would not have choked and got destroyed in the fourth quarter. Outscored 38-25. The Clippers, the best team with the best player. They got worked in the fourth quarter. Stop it with your, this is the best team. I'm telling you, I'm not going overboard here. The Clippers got beat beginning to end in Game 2 by the Nuggets. A vastly inferior team. And then in Game 5, closeout, they get worked in the fourth quarter winning time. They couldn't get stops. I don't know. Listen, you never overreact to a quarter, a game. But the Lakers dispatched a tougher seed in the first round. 
in the Blazers. No, I, I think everybody would agree the Blazers were tougher out than the Mavs. Luke had never been. I, in the I don't, Jason. I will push back on that. Really? You you said the entire time the Blazers don't play a lick of defense. Right. Right. But, and the Mavericks with one of the greatest young players we've seen in true. a long time. I mean, the that that series should the Clippers should that series should have gone only five. Luca doesn't hit a, a buzzer beater right. because Reggie Jackson is on the floor. <laughs> okay, and this series should have gone five if they don't choke away the twenty point lead. Yeah, it was ugly. Now I will say this: Porzingis did not play for like the final three games in there. Um, yeah, well, well, the Blazers had Damian Lillard go out. Damian I mean, Lillard did miss the well, just yeah. the final game, right? Yeah, but he was yeah. injured. He injured his hand. I mean, come on. There was they, you know, they didn't have Zach Collins. You know, there's plenty of tit for tat there. I think this is the thing. The Clippers are a team where all they do is close out games. They didn't close out one game. Recency bias, you can't just throw away the team because of one game. Yeah. Well, no I'm one not throwing act- them away. They're gonna it's not like I'm picking the Lakers to sweep them. I, I I'm not going Lakers in five against the Clippers. Here, Duck, Doc Rivers, if you're listening. The Clippers are plus 109 with Zubats on the I floor. I saw that. Minus 41 with Harrell on the floor. And oh, well, Zubats gets to benefit from Kawhi. No, with Kawhi and Zubats on the floor, they're plus 86. They're minus 58 with Harrell and Kawhi. Get Harrell out of the game. Well, this You're is fine. where it gets interesting, Gavin, because now you wonder about the potential chemistry issues. We know Lou Williams is going to get matchup hunted by LeBron. Oh, yeah. And if you're telling me Harrell can't play D and Zubats is better— you have now removed Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell, the heart of this team, the last two years, and you've just removed them in crunch time. How are they going to feel about that? Now, it's probably the right strategy. Yeah, I think you worry you... about feelings later. I think you you worry about winning the game. Yeah, so. I, I just wonder how that's going to go over in the locker room. By the way, Lou Williams, epic six-man performer. It was a mighty two for ten yesterday. Yeah, especially the biggest moment of the game. I can't believe Kawhi's not taking that shot. Yeah, It's the right basketball move if you watch the play to go to Lou Williams there. But that point, I think Clip, uh, they were on a 6-0 run to cut it down to two, and then Lou Will chucks up a three, and they miss it, and then that's the game. I just keep coming back. I trust LeBron more. I'm, I've never wavered off this. I'm taking the Lakers. Clippers are obviously very, very good. I'm just curious about those crunch time minutes and how it's going to go over in the locker room. First of all, the Lakers, I'm going to concede they're going to lose game one. They lost it against Portland. They lost it against Houston. Now they're just destroyed. They're kicking Houston like a like a wounded animal. That's well, and like. Houston's kicking themselves. And then the yes. other thing, the reason this loss is really bad for the Clippers is they lost that extra day of rest. No matter what happens with this series, especially if they move on, they lost the extra day of rest they would have had against the Lakers. Yes, and we know yeah. load management Kawhi Leonard cannot be thrilled with that. I, I think the Kawhi slander when you put up 36-9-4, and four, I think it's ridiculous. Uh, well, no, there's <laughs> like, no slander. What else can he do? There's no like, slander, but... But if you watch the game, you see that Kawhi is the only answer to all of the problems they're having. He's he's not the the point the person you poke at. But okay, but do <laughs> you agree, Gavin, that when the Lakers lose in the fourth quarter, it's what happened to LeBron? Anthony Davis is like a secondary figure. It feels like, but but I, I just for whatever reason we never Le- go after Kawhi. Like, no. is he a leader? How about this? Is this a better question? Is Kawhi Leonard a leader? If you watch the Raptors go out in Game Seven like that. Yes, you know Kawhi is the leader. He was their go. They didn't have, they said on the broadcast, they didn't have a go-to guy at the end. Kawhi Leonard, there is nobody in the league 
that is better at getting you two points in the in the final minutes of a game, better than LeBron, better than anybody else. Okay, so go to though. You, it's still not like in the huddle. No, is Kawhi going to speak up no. and say, "Hey, Lou, stop with the dumb shots." <laughs> hey, Marcus Morris, chill the bleep out. Who is that alpha in the in the huddle when the chips are down? Because, listen, it's one thing when the bullets are flying against the Denver Nuggets in the fourth quarter. When it's LeBron and Anthony Davis in the fourth quarter and playoff rondos emerging. First of all, Gavin, are you rooting for the Clippers? No, I, I root for basketball. Yes, I love I good guess. basketball. I don't like recency bias where it's like, oh, this team lost one game. but They've been doing this the entire year. They've played great at the end of games. They've closed out games. And then because of one game, you're that that attributes them to the Lakers. Like, no, like the Lakers are taking advantage of an extremely easy opponent for them. They James Harden doesn't even care. He's shown that. Yeah, it's I mean weird. Jamal the, Murray is a man. That we, you yeah. had a lot of people say the Rockets are gonna be a problem for the Lakers. And after game one, I was like, ooh, this is interesting. And then Frank Vogel makes some adjustments. They stop playing JaVale McGee and boom, boom, boom. Playoff Rondo shows up and the Lakers are rolling. I wonder, what does Doc Rivers do? Are we going to see Zubak, who played 32 minutes? That's actually more significant than, than Harrell. Harrell only played 16. Um, is Doc Rivers going to have the heart to do that? We'll, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. And we didn't even get to your favorite story, Daniel House, <laughs> of the Houston Rockets, officially booted from the bubble. Basically the sixth man of the Lakers at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, Daniel House was a, was a key contributor for the Rockets. And, you know, we'll get into it a little bit after the break, but essentially he told his wife or baby mama, hey, don't come to the bubble. I'll just see you when we're back. And it appears as if he cozied up to one of the test takers who were, you know, taking the test and the swab and everything for COVID in the bubble and invited her to his room, hangs out for a couple hours, and... Then he's playing the George Costanza, was that wrong of me card. Remember, Costanza hooked up with the cleaning lady and was like pleading ignorance, like, oh, I didn't, is that not allowed? And now Daniel House is like, well, she's allowed in the bubble to take tests. What, why is she not allowed after hours? And Daniel House lost, and now he has to go home to his wife who's posting on IG. Daniel House has kids with this woman. Bro, you, you screwed up really badly. What a judgment mistake by Daniel House. And I listen, I don't know his contract. I'll look it up during the commercial break. You got to wonder, like Mike D'Antoni, Daryl Morey, they probably aren't going to be in Houston next year. Um, I joked on straight fire, they're going to need Carol Baskin to get Russell Westbrook's contract off the books. Three years, $142 million left. $142 million! Now, we said that about Chris Paul, and they were able to get him off. If they can make this, if they can move this mountain, it'll be crazy. So a lot of excitement for uh, not Rockets, Lakers, but Lakers, Clippers, and uh, we didn't even talk Celtics, Raptors. You know what? We'll go to break. We'll come back to a couple seconds on Celtics, Raptors, and dive right into college football, NFL football is here. Rejoice! We'll be back after this. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, there we go. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, sprains, strains, or even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. Haven't even had a sip of coffee yet today. I'm a little nervous, so we got takeout last night. And, you know, whatever. It felt fine, tasted great. And then I wake up at like 1 in the morning, ooh, and I yacked. And so I haven't had anything since. And I'm like, my first thing I yell to the wife is I'm vomiting. Is this a symptom of the Rona? Yeah, panicked. And she's like, no, it's it's not. You are vomiting up the food you had. It did not agree with your stomach. I was like, okay. Um, and now I'm like, oh, man. So I, I'm not a guy who gets sick or vomits a lot. But I know the last time I had some food poisoning, it lingered. And then anything I put down was thrown up. So if I have this Starbucks and have to vomit, I'll be really ticked off. Um, got a good guest coming up here in five minutes. Quick note, just to recap Thursday. The city of Houston got to see what two championship teams look like. Not the Texans and Rockets, but the Chiefs and Lakers. And when you look at the Chiefs, like their defense, after the uh, uh, the, the Texans' offensive script wore off, right? You know the script is like the first 15 plays, the first like drive. It was actually the second drive. They went three and out, and then the next drive, they went boom, 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 down the field, touchdown. You're like, oh, David Johnson looks good. Deshaun Watson, oh, okay. And then the Chiefs kind of made adjustments, and the Texans had no counterpoint. They could do nothing the rest of the, the next, like, three quarters, and then fourth quarter, you get defense laid down a little bit. And I just, I, I'm, I'm consistently surprised by the Chiefs' defense. Remember, they finished the year good, very strong last year. Honey Badger, a key to that. And um, 
I never thought that a strong end to the season carries over, but you know, listen, they look pretty good. That was if what was it, 24-7? Like it was just a bloodbath, and then you know, we get lucky with the over thanks to that onside kick run back. Uh, but impressive performance from the Chiefs. And you know who else was impressive? Last night, the Boston Celtics. I was nervous about them. They kind of blew game six multiple times, and they were able, in pretty amazing fashion, to hold off the Raptors in the fourth quarter. Marcus Smart, what a gamer. Oh, everybody needs a Marcus Smart on their team. And Jason Tatum, my guy, top 10 player in the NBA. That's a fact. Don't push back. Jason Tatum is a baller. They look good. And I'm no, I'm not going to trash Gavin's Raptors and the Raptors. Now it's <laughs> finally done. There's not going to be a repeat. Um, I'm sure the video that I did hammering the irrelevant franchise is going to go away. And because that's how the internet works, it'll it just go away. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It, it was a good run. You got to make fun of me for a while. Ha ha ha! You can't ham- came in my Instagram and we're all up in my mentions. Anytime they had a 10 game win streak, well, the season's over and there's going to be a lot of change. Listen. Gavin, my take on on the series is uh, Pascal Siakam. Oh, yeah. Who looked so good last year next to Kawhi. Everybody's saying, oh, he's a great number two. And to me, what this series showed is Pascal Siakam is that guy who talks trash in high school when he's got, like, the captain of the football team behind him. And he talks trash because he's got his big dog behind him. And then Pascal Siakam is out in the streets without the football guy behind him, and he's not doing any talking. I mean, he was a liability in that series against the Celtics. There's no way around it. Pascal Siakam was terrible. I bet his under in points somehow was 19 and a half last night. And, I mean, Siakam just a total non-factor. I mean, folks, he shot under, let me just confirm this. He shot under 10% in the series from three against Boston. Pascal Siakam, he's just not the same player without Kawhi Leonard next to him. And, like, listen, that happens to a lot of guys. Pascal Siakam, we'll wrap up this and get to our guest here. For the series, he averaged 14 points a game. He shot 39% from the field, mostly against Jalen Brown. And he shot 9% on three-pointers. Last three games, 0 for 8. Last four games, 2 for 21. Listen, I'm not going to destroy him. But Pascal Siakam was bad. Gavin, we'll get to this. Rank these players. Well, they're not the same position. I was going to say Chris Middleton... Pascal Siakam, Jamal Murray. Yeah, uh, I go Murray one. Easy. Yeah. Um, That number two is tough. I guess I would go Siakam because he's won a championship before. But I will say he he basically took a step forward last year. Yeah. Wins comeback player of the year and then took two steps back this year. Yeah. You said it. He's basically hold me back guy. You know? (laughs) And now there's no one else there. You know? Well, we'll see what happens with Lowry. Gasol, they're going to move on from. Listen, I like Ananobi and Powell, but I don't know if they're going to make a deep run um, like they did last year. It feels like a little back to the drawing board. All right, coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. Yes, we're we're going to the New England Patriots. They're one of the teams I was looking at as a best bet this week. And then something scared me off. How will Brady do for the Buccaneers who are not going to have Mike Evans? Did you see that? Mike Evans is doubtful. That's a huge loss. We'll talk to our guest next. But first, here's Isaac Lowenkron with What's Trending. Good morning, Jason, but not a good morning for Tennessee Titans first-round pick Isaiah Wilson. He was arrested overnight oh. on DUI charges. Oh, no! 
No. Drafted 29th overall out of Georgia. Titan said about him in a statement, we are aware of the situation. This is not conduct that is indicative of the character of our football team, and we are working through details on how to proceed. Titans open the season at Denver on Monday Night Football. In college football, next Saturday's game between Virginia Tech and Virginia postponed this morning due to COVID concerns at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's also paused its football practices for four days. In the NBA playoff bubble Friday night, the Boston Celtics advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals with a 92-87 Game 7 victory over the Toronto Raptors. Denver stayed alive with a 111-105 triumph over the Los Angeles Clippers, who still lead the series three games to two. Off the court Friday, Houston Rockets forward Daniel House was kicked out of the bubble for violating health and safety protocols. An NBA investigation found that House had an unauthorized guest in his hotel room over multiple hours earlier this week. House originally told NBA investigators... Sorry, I pressed the wrong button there. Uh, He originally denied committing any violation. And then there's the case of House's wife, who apparently was not the unauthorized guest. She posted on her Instagram story, and I quote, reap what you sow, unquote. Indeed. (laughs) Finally, Jason, in Major League Baseball yesterday, yesterday and today's games between the Padres and Giants in San Diego postponed because of a positive COVID test in the Giants organization. Back to you. Oh, jeez. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Our next guest, uh, senior NFL writer for the Boston Globe, always has good stuff, Ben Voilin. Ben, good morning. How are you, man? J-Mac, what's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, I'm doing excellent. Very excited for the start of the NFL season. And I got to say, when I looked at the card, uh, one of the first games that jumped out at me was revenge spot for Belichick for what happened in Week 17 against the Dolphins. But then you look at the depth chart, and Ben, I I don't know, man. How, how are we supposed to handle these Patriots? Like, how do you handicap what this team's going to put on the field Sunday? Yeah, it, it's really tough um, to handicap the Patriots because I think you look at them on paper, it looks like a 6-10 and 10 team, man. They have all the same issues as last year. Uh, wide receiver, not sure what you're going to get other than Julian Adams. Tight end could be an entire black hole at the position right now. Uh, running backs are good, but, you know, Sonny Michelle, not the most dynamic runner by any stretch. But they do have a wild card, and that's Cam Newton. And they have another wild card, and that's Bill Belichick. And you got to figure that Belichick himself in this crazy COVID season is probably going to be good for a couple, two, three wins. Uh, who knows what kind of Cam Newton uh, the Patriots are getting. He's certainly a motivated player. looks to be in great shape. Uh, but can he stay healthy, and can he make – the offense move after coming in, you know, basically starting from scratch in late July. So it's very difficult to handicap these Patriots. Uh, yeah, it is a revenge game, but Devin McCourty, the Patriots safety, had a great quote. He's like, even if we win this game, that doesn't negate the fact that we blew it in week 17 and we lost our home field advantage. So it is kind of a revenge game, but not really for the Patriots because that was just a brutal loss last year. But uh, again, on paper, they don't look like a great team, but you know, you got to factor in Belichick and of course, the unknown we can do. Yeah. All right, Ben. So there's also this aspect that Brian Flores is a Belichick guy. And I remember last year there was an early season game, and they had it was the Antonio Brown game. 
And a lot of people were saying, oh, the Patriots are favored by a million. They're not going to run it up on a Belichick guy. And then they won, I think it was like, what, 50 to nothing or something close to that. It was a total beatdown. Uh, do you foresee another one of those? Or, or do you think this is actually a close game? The spread, by the way, is six and a half. Yeah, definitely a close game. It won't be 43 to nothing, which was down in Miami. Which mm-hmm. That's been that's been the Patriots' house of horrors. So, that, I mean, that was just such a, you know, that was such a unique game, whereas Flores' second game and the Dolphins, there's a little bit of a mutiny going on then because they traded away Minka Fitzpatrick and Larry mm-hmm. Thun- yeah. yeah, you know, so, so they, you know, the Dolphins really turned it around, finished five and four to end the season, and then, of course, came into Foxborough week 17 and, and took it to the Patriots. So I think you're going to get a tight game again. I like the Dolphins right now. Uh, probably uh, famous last words for me. I should never trust the Dolphins. But uh, if any team is going to be sneaky good in the AFC East this year, I'm looking at them. They, they had a good finish to last season. I really like what they did in free agency with Byron Jones and uh, Kyle Van Noy, and they got a couple other Patriots, ex-Patriots as well. Um, I, I love you know the Tua pick. He's obviously not going to play this Sunday, but I just I like the direction that the mm. Dolphins are heading under Chris Greer and uh, Brian Flores right now. So you know there's a lot there's a lot of expectations on the Dolphins this year. There were none last year. This year I think they've got to compete for a, a playoff spot. I think they have the roster to do it, and I think you're going to get a very tight game on Sunday between wow. the Patriots and Dolphins, two teams that know each other very very well. Yeah, interesting. Uh, we're talking with Ben Voilin. And uh, senior NFL writer, Boston Globe. So, Ben, let me, okay, one more Dolphins question first. So, they dumped their OC, who was a Patriots guy. I'm, his, I'm spacing on his name. And they brought in Chan Gailey, who's like 68 years old. Any idea what the heck that's all about? Yeah, I, I think the Dolphins found their, their offense to be too complicated last year. They, <laughs> they tried to install the, the Patriots offense. And, you know, that's like uh, uh, doctorate-level offense uh, that, frankly, not too many teams still run that style. The NFL offenses have become simplified over the years. And Chan Gailey has been a master of the spread offense for years. And, and what's interesting is uh, one of the reasons they, they hired him is because he did so well with Ryan Fitzpatrick back in Buffalo and, and the Jets back in the day. So I, I think they, they figured he'd be a good scheme fit for Fitzpatrick. He'd be a good scheme fit for what Tua wants to do. And it's just a, a more simplified offense than what the Dolphins were trying to run last year. I just think it was too complex when you don't have Tom Brady uh, calling the shots. Got it. All right, Ben, now let me get to the most fun story of the week. It it comes courtesy of a book that was called that's called The Dynasty, and it claims that at one point after the Patriots lost the Super Bowl to the Eagles, that uh, Giselle and Tom Brady went to Robert Kraft, and Giselle unloaded about her hatred for Belichick and how he dresses down Brady. Now, I know you guys have talked a lot about Listen, Belichick treats everybody the same in the film room and goes after Brady. What do you make of Giselle being the driving force? Does that mean that maybe Brady and Belichick did not have the great relationship after two decades that everybody thought they did? Yeah, well, I don't think anyone thought uh, Belichick and Brady, you know, were having tea every day and were, <laughs> were best buds by any stretch. I think Tom Brady Sr. At, point, at one point said, you know, you can count the number of times in one hand these guys have ever had a meal together. Wow. Uh, so I don't think they were... They were great friends, but they were good, uh, great together working. And uh, what we've seen over the years is that Giselle has kind of been Tom Brady's mouthpiece. Uh, Giselle was the one who said on the Tom versus time that, you know, he just wants to feel appreciated and he just doesn't feel appreciated. So we already had a pretty good sense that uh, Giselle wasn't a big fan of Belichick and that Brady didn't like the way he was treated. But, yeah, I guess we see a lot more evidence of that now uh, in the book and uh, yeah, Giselle clearly was not happy and, and felt that and she's not wrong. I mean, Tom Brady did so much for that organization yeah. 
and and you know he, the the Falcon Super Bowl, the greatest comeback ever, and they're still not. And Belichick still doesn't want to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, and still wanted to move on from Brady. So I think Giselle looks at it and says, "What the heck? Like, what can I do here? What can Tom do to to finally get some respect?" And she's just more willing to say it publicly than, yeah. than Tom Brady was. So I, I don't know. This is this makes me question some things about Brady, like great leader, right? Well, the greatest uh, quarterback winner in the history of the sport, but he's afraid to voice his issues to Bill. Like, hey man, can you lay the hell off me in the in the film room? I mean, how many Super Bowls do I need to win before you back up off me? Like, you don't uh, not, not only not not just in the film room though, but like I just won you our fifth Super Bowl, and you still can't give me a two year extension. You still can't get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. It was it was more bigger picture like that. Like Brady wanted to play until he was forty five, and Bill Belichick was like, uh, yeah, not on my watch. You can go do that on your own time. So you know, Brady lasted probably two or three years longer in New England than Belichick honestly wanted him to. Um, so, you know, of course there were little things like not getting the Patriot of the Week award. Those things irked Brady, but he's not going to go to Bill and, and complain about it. But, you know, Giselle, I think, certainly voiced uh, the frustration that, that uh, Brady felt by not getting the respect that he felt he deserved yeah. from Bill Belichick. So that leads to the obvious question, like, who goes more scorched earth on the league this year? Tom Brady on his revenge tour to show Bill he can do it? Or does Bill, with Cam Newton... Say you know what I I, w- I I won ten games with Matt Castle back in the day and uh, wait till you see what I'm going to do with Cam. Who who do you think actually goes goes has a better year? Well, I just well I don't think the the Patriots have the personnel to go scorched earth. Uh, you know I think best case scenario this is a nine and seven or ten and sixteen. I think that would certainly prove that Belichick's a heck of a coach and doesn't need Tom Brady to win. Uh, but if anyone can go scorched earth this year, it's, it's Brady. I mean he's got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Gronkowski and. Leonard Fournette now, I mean, they've got all kinds of weapons. Um, on paper, it looks like one of the best offenses in the league and one of the best that Tom Brady's ever had. So I think he's going to have a nice bounce back here, you know, 4,000 yards, and mm. big stats again. So, yes, if anyone can have a scorched earth season, I do think it's Brady. Um, but absolutely, both Brady and Belichick are out to prove that they can win without the other person. All right, great stuff, Ben Wolin. Follow him, B-E-N-V-O-L-I-N on Twitter. Ben, enjoy the games and uh, good luck. All right, thanks a lot, Jason. All right, uh, Ben Voilin, uh, senior writer, Boston Globe. Man, that – oh, uh, yeah, the the um, the story just with the Giselle Tom Brady stuff. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated. Listen, we all have, you know, a, a significant other, a wife who we complain to about work. That's human nature. I don't know, for some reason it just feels like Tom Brady. He's above that? I, I guess he's, he's, he's human, he's normal. Um, all right, coming up next here. Geez, listen, we haven't done a lot of baseball, but the season's winding down. The weakest baseball injury in the history of the sport. So bad that I called my kids over and showed them how much money this guy's making and what he claimed as an injury. And they were like, that's not real, Dad. And they're elementary school kids. So we'll talk about that next. But first, here's something from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the Farmer's Signal app, and that could get you up to 15% off your auto policy. That's just for using the app and driving like the normal speed-limited hearing, full-stop-making, lane-change-signaling human being you are. Get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state and discount varies. Only available with select Farmer's branded policy. Subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmer's Drug and Fire Insurance Exchanges or affiliate. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Listen, I, I don't know how you guys feel about the gambling on NFL, but 
it's to the point where you can make a case to fire on every single game this weekend. I have been obsessively looking at the spreads. And by the way, Gavin, Patriots now up to seven at some shops in the desert. It was six and a half. I, I think, you know, the big money moves are on Saturday and Sunday when the bets can be larger. Early in the week, Vegas, you know, limits the bets to what, $2,000? I don't know what they are, 1500 And then on the weekends, you know, that's when you can make your $50,000, $250,000 bets. And that's when you see the lines move. Patriots up to seven. We talked to Ben, Ben Wallin just now. And he likes the Dolphins. I, I don't, I want to make the Patriots a play. And uh, in in the contest, Gavin, but I, I I might be too much of a wuss to pull the trigger. Um, yeah, the other game I was looking at is your Jets opened up uh, buff five and a half point underdogs. Now they're six and a half. So the line's going up. So people people are back in Buffalo. Wow, I, that's yeah. surprising to me. I like. I mean, I thought the Jets would cover. We'll see. But the other interesting to watch uh, the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk to Warren Sharp about this game next hour. Um, that's an interesting game. I think Vikings-Packers is fascinating. Listen, I, I, I'm just, you put a bunch of money in the account. I know everybody's, uh, hopefully everybody who's listening to this is still working. Jeez. And um, you guys aren't spending as much money. You're not going out. And maybe you got some disposable income. We can win some money together. Um, so we'll do a lot of gambling left on the show. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. Pharmacist recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's a simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. So the New York Mets have a pitcher by the name of Zach Wheeler. He signed a five-year, $118 million contract. And he injured himself this week, putting on pants. And he has to miss a start. He Something happened to an, his nail on his finger while he was putting on pants. Just wrap your head around that for a second. He's making $118 million. That's his contract. Baseball contracts are guaranteed. And he got hurt putting on pants so he can't go to work. Just let that marinate. I mean, Gavin, I'm at a loss for words. Baseball always has this. There was a guy who got hurt in Toronto, I think, injured closing the curtains at his house or something. Like, pulled a muscle (laughs) on his back. I mean, listen, we've got football players going out there playing through pain. Hockey players are tough SOBs. And you got a guy getting hurt putting on pants. Let me let me read you this story because I've never forgotten it. Uh, Chris Sale, uh, a few years ago, uh, was suspended five games after he cut throwback jerseys with scissors before a scheduled start. Sale was upset because the uniforms were uncomfortable and felt that the team was putting a promotional decision ahead of winning games. He was so upset about the comfortability <laughs> that he cut up the jerseys. What's wrong with baseball? I don't. I think they're soft. I, I think you know, can we get, I, I, you know what I need to do? A Nick Swisher was a guy I met at FS1, super nice guy. Oh, yeah. We got to become friendly. I would, maybe we could try to get him on here for the postseason. I'm just going to ask, why are baseball players such wusses? <laughs> I, you know there's a word I want to say, but I can't. Yeah. Chris yeah. will have to. No, play. and Nick will have a, a, a very energetic answer about that. Yeah, he'll defend his guys. <laughs> but I, I mean, like, I know we get old and, you know, we pull muscles in weird ways. Like, there's mornings where I'm, 
stretching out on the yoga mat and I'll just like, oh man, you get that like tight muscle and you're like, oh, you know, you give for like eight seconds of pain and then you're through it. Um, this guy is making $118 million and he got injured his nail putting on pants. I don't, I just, we'll go to Isaac next hour maybe for uh, some update on what's going on in baseball. I hear the Dodgers are crushing it, so that's good. My Yankees sputtering a little bit, but um, next hour we will get to this college football slate. Yeah, it's it's a little suspect. Um, we'll talk a little Lakers. Clippers, we, we've got two really, really good guests left, and I started, what's, um, the other thing is I, I haven't gotten down to Celtics heat. That's a good Eastern Conference Finals matchup. I don't think either of them beats the Lakers. I think they could give the Lakers major problems. But uh, I think these are really good conference finals, especially Lakers-Clippers. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, the NFL is here. 24 hours from now, we will have NFL. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hour number two here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, ladies and gentlemen, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live 
from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I was just texting with my brother. He drove six hours yesterday to see Dave Chappelle do stand-up. Dave Chappelle, I guess, is in Ohio. And I guess Trevor, he's saying, uh, Cincinnati, there you go. Uh, Trevor Noah showed up. And Donnell Rawlings, who, by the way, if you don't know who that is, he was awesome on Chappelle's show. He's really (laughs) And uh, my brother's, like, trying to find our show on the radio. And the guys here told me that our show is on more stations in America, I think, than any other premier sports radio show. I'm sorry, premier radio show. That includes Rush Limbaugh, which I found shocking, Gavin. I mean, I still need that confirmed. We're still getting it fact-checked, but, yeah, yeah, it does appear that this— show airs on more affiliates on premier networks than any other show. That's absolutely crazy and bonkers. Uh, Also crazy and bonkers, the NBA last night. Before we get to NFL, and again, we will go heavy on the NFL. We'll go through the picks. Uh, We got a great guest coming up in 25 minutes to help us sift through. Guy I've known for a while. He's been on this show before. Um, I just quickly want to talk about this Celtics team, which... You know, Brad Stevens gets a lot of heat from the NBA crowd because, oh, he's so overrated. What has he won? Never been to the finals. <laughs> but but we love Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, who's been around for forever as a head coach. Overrated as hell. Could never win with a great team. Lob City. Only won with a great team that was built for him, the super team. And now he's got another super team. Meanwhile, Brad Stevens is taking a bunch of young kids who haven't won anything. Kemba Walker's never been this far in the playoffs, and he kind of looked at the last two games. And, like, we got to give Brad Stevens some props for what he's accomplished. There's a guy, again, his story's phenomenal. Like, before he took Butler to the Final Four, Butler, twice. I think he was selling insurance in Indiana. Like, this Celtics story is a really good one, and Jason Tatum's emerging as an awesome young player in this league. I'm telling you, I've said it. He's a top 10 player in the NBA right now. He's probably 10, and some people are probably really angry to hear that, but this kid can do so much at 23 years old. I'm just so impressed with the Celtics team. And my gut, Gavin, I don't have a full... I haven't looked at prices on the series. My gut tells me that the Celtics win this. I don't know. I, I, any, any early thoughts? And again, I haven't seen a line. I don't even know when game one is. Um, hopefully it's not Monday night up against Monday night football. But I, And I like the Heat too, by the way. If you, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I gave out the Heat. I got a Miami Heat jersey uh, two months ago, and I gave out the Miami Heat, one of those Miami Vice jerseys. Pretty slick. Like game, game one will be Tuesday. Ah, perfect. Avoid, avoid the uh, Monday night football doubleheader. Uh, by the way, l- let's go now. Uh no, let's not go to NFL. I just Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh and the Giants. You've got we've got to talk about this, Gavin, later in the show. Next segment. Pittsburgh and the Giants. I don't know why everybody's telling me to bet on the New York Giants. Uh, just a reminder. Uh, we we have to talk about that. Um, but okay, so we did the Celtics. I want to quickly go to the Clippers, who you guys know I'm not big on the Kawhi Leonard load management fraud nonsense. When the Lakers were recruiting him, his guy, Uncle Dennis allegedly said, yeah, I want a private jet for Kawhi. I want this and that, and made all these demands. Um, 
I'm just not a full believer in this team. Yes, on paper, they're ridiculously talented. But Patrick Beverly's unlikable. Marcus Morris is unlikable. Paul Pierce, congratulations. You finally got out of the first round of the playoffs for the first time in six years. I'm proud of you. Way to go. Way to get on that super team and make it happen. And then there's Kawhi Leonard, who is like a silent assassin on the court, but is he saying anything in the huddle? Here's what Doc Rivers last night said after the Clippers choked away a double-digit lead in the second half and lost to the Denver Nuggets. No, well, they've done it before. You know, they were down 3-1 in the Utah series, and, and they made a comeback, and now they have life, and so game six is going to be ahead of the game. It's basketball, man. They just they played well. They started making shots. If you look at some of the shots, we, we had wide-open threes that we did make, so it's just it's called basketball, and give them a lot of credit. That's Doc Rivers live from a garbage disposal um, somewhere in the bubble. And uh, listen, he could say all he wants, but how about we give some props to Michael Porter Jr., Gavin? Michael Porter Jr. deserves some props. After the game four loss, he basically called out the coaching staff and was like, yo, we're only getting shots for Jamal Murray and Jokic. and." I got to get more shots. Essentially, Michael Porter, who (laughs) Michael Porter, you know, like he barely played college basketball because of an injury. He's a rookie who I don't think he played much before the bubble, if at all. And, you know, he has a couple good games. And Michael Porter is so freaking confident that he's now talking trash, not only to the Clippers, but demanding the basketball. I mean, and guess what? Michael Porter Jr., heading into the fourth quarter, had zero points. None. And in the fourth quarter, late when it mattered, they were up by two. He gets the ball in the wing and drains a three. There was was one minute left in the game. One minute left, okay. And he drained that three in the face of Lou Williams. And then he came down, got a block, collected the rebound. Did you see he picked up the ball? And the play wasn't dead, and he starts talking trash to Zubats like, I blocked you, yeah, yeah, I don't play defense, blah, blah. And Marcus Morris, like, almost stripped him, but it was a foul. Listen, Michael Porter Jr., he's not a problem yet, but, I mean, Gavin, you can see the upside on this kid. I, I, oh, yeah, and he hit one of the biggest, um, this better go in shots I've seen in a long time. Yeah, yeah. After talking all that smack on his own team. Yeah, and they didn't play him much. I mean, 22 minutes, but they got contra... Millsap finally woke up from his slumber. Jokic was, I mean, amazing. And Jamal Murray is Jamal Murray. Like Every championship team needs that X factor, the kind of the Trevor Ariza. Last year, it was kind of Van Vliet, a guy just, you're not totally expecting that. And look, Right now with the Nuggets, they've got the one-two punch of Jokic and Murray. Yep. But if MPJ is doing this, I the Clippers should be worried. Um, and and it is a perfect time to go to the Lakers and mention that in Game Two, Markeith Morris hit like four threes in a row in the second quarter, and it was a Markeith Morris game, as Gavin said. Like you need guys to just have a game, and then in Games Three and Four, Rajon Rondo. Playoff Rondo showed up, and you know I talked about this on Straight Fire, which is on iTunes and Spotify. Rondo in Game Three 
stole minutes in the fourth quarter from KCP. And then in game four, he stole them from Danny Green. Like, this guy can... Playoff Rondo's the thing, and I heard this story that LeBron remembers the dog that Rondo was when he was with the Celtics and has always wanted to play with him because he's the guy who... You know, remember, Rondo famously is, like, one of the best Connect Four players in America, and he can, like, he's got this beautiful mind thing where he can see plays before they develop. And by the way, I see a little of that in Marcus Smart. He just snuffed stuff out. It's really fun to watch him. And he had that amazing block for the Celtics last night. But, yeah, it was like a chase-down block, like LeBron style by Marcus Smart. But Rondo is the kind of guy who's like, man, he can't shoot. Yeah, I don't know. He can't. He can't really defend anymore. Okay, fine. And then Frank Vogel puts him in, and he's a home run. And th- now it's t- the portion of the program where I need to uh, go after James Harden for a minute. And I'll, on the podcast, I said that when you go to the club and it's eleven o'clock and the drinks are flowing and the lights are dark, James Harden looks awesome. Oh, James Harden is phenomenal in the regular season. We hear James Harden, ah, he's the best scorer since Michael Jordan. Nobody can do it like James Harden. Oh, he's so unstoppable. Threes. Gets to the foul line. He's got the handle. But then the lights come on in the club at 2 a.m. for last call. And you look around and you're like, oh, okay. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I, the lights were dark. I had been drinking a lot. And now the lights are on. And what happens in the postseason of the NBA playoffs? The spotlight is on. And how's James Harden doing? He don't look as good. And we see this all the time. All the time with Harden. Every year. Why do we fall for it in the regular season? Listen, I'm not trying to go in too hard. Giannis has become a regular season superstar. And now twice in the playoffs, he's gagged. Stop telling me he's the MVP of the league when he can't do jack squat in the playoffs. And I know, Jason, it's a regular season award. Come on. So what? Who? Nobody cares if for 70 games he's awesome when it only matters for seven and he's garbage. And I'm not saying, uh, sorry, Giannis wasn't garbage. But he's ordinary. Ooh. Russell Westbrook. He's a minus player in the playoffs. The Lakers, are you looking at the room they're giving him to shoot threes? They are inviting Russell Westbrook to have any shot he wants. Meanwhile, they're doubling James Harden, and he has no counterpunch. Like, you guys know I used to do the dad life stuff pre-pandemic where I would coach my kids. And you could easily, quickly spot the strengths and weaknesses of the other teams. And a lot of the dads, they don't care as much. They're not that into it. Some of them don't even run, like, practices. I get not broken down scouting reports, but, you know, we're into fourth grade basketball. We're into second grade basketball. Like, we want to win. We want to have fun. Take it seriously. Let the kids know, like, hey, man, you could go play tiddlywinks if you want, and then also you can lock in for an hour and really focus on achieving something. And the Lakers have basically said, we're taking the ball out of James Harden's hands. And what's funny is when you take the ball out of Steph Curry's hands, watch him. He doesn't just stand there. He runs around and gets open. And someone at The Athletic, I think it was Anthony Slater, wrote a great piece about Damian Lillard and the big difference between him and Curry. Teams started to, oh, we're going to trap Damian Lillard. We're going to take the ball out of his hands. And guess what? He passes it and then just like watches what else is going on. 
Curry passes it and then quickly moves to get open again. James Harden does the same thing as Lillard. That double team comes, and he passes, and then keep your eye on Harden. Don't worry about the rest of the play. Harden just stands there, and he takes himself out of the play. And now, guess what? It's Eric Gordon, Russell Westbrook, Robert Covington, and P.J. Tucker against the Lakers. And I'm shocked to tell you, guess who's winning that battle? So Vogel's done a masterful job. And Harden has gotten exposed again. And I and I feel bad for raising my voice earlier. Um, I just, I'm, I'm done hearing all this hype about regular season guys. Right now the list is Giannis, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. Do it in the playoff when it matters. It's as simple as that. Now, I'm sure some Houston fans out there, but Jay, Daniel House is, you know, trying to hook up with COVID test-taking girl. Okay, fine. The sixth man is doing that. And the Lakers starting shooting guard, Avery Bradley, their best on-ball defender, ain't even in the bubble. Like, what do you, you want to, we could play that game with everybody. You know, Giannis hurt his ankle. I think uh, Gavin said, Zach Collins was out. Damian Lillard missed a game. Like, everybody's got to deal with some stuff. Suck it up in the playoffs. Like, this is winning time. You know who's winning? Jimmy Butler. You know who gets knocked in the regular season for his shooting percentage? Jimmy Butler. It's just so funny that the advanced stats guys fall in love, in love with these NBA players during the regular season. And then the playoffs come and it's like, oh, that guy's garbage. Well, I'm telling you right now, Jamal Murray has shown me in the playoffs, he is fearless. And, and that guy's on my list. When I, The next jersey I get, and I know, Jason, why are you buying jerseys? Come on, dude, you're a grown man. I think jerseys are cool. They're fun. And the Denver Nuggets jersey, that the one that they're wearing, the black one, that's sick. You guys know I have that hat. It's a big winner. Um, and give me Jamal Murray. He does gets it done in the playoffs. I, I, I'm over Harden. I think the Rockets probably are, too. All right, coming up next, uh, we're going to dive into every NFL game. Gavin and I will go through, tell you who we like and who we don't. Um, And I think I'm going to start with the Monday game. Giants-Steelers. Why is everybody telling me to bet the Giants? I I look, I click my phone, and I see two messages in there about NFL gambling. And, And the Giants have a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, five new starters on defense, and they're facing a top three defense in the league and a quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger who's probably going to torch a secondary that just dumped DeAndre Baker, the guy who held up that poker game or, or the Madden game in Florida, their, their first-round pick in 2019. Like, are, really? You're betting the Giants here? Coming up next, we'll do all the NFL games on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Iowa Sam, uh, later in the hour, we're going to talk about this college football lineup. Yeah. You you're uh, you seem excited. About as excited as eating tuna out of a can, but you know, <laughs> it's better than going hungry. Eating tuna out of a can. Yes, yeah, Syracuse, North Carolina today. We I got do the best some... games on right here. Best games. Oh, we do? Okay, good. That's good to know. Because I looked at the lineup and it was... Oof. We're doing what we can with what we got. True. I just saw breaking news. I'm sure Isaac will get this in 10 minutes. West Virginia suspended 11 guys from today's game for violating team rules. Three starters. Don't know who they are. Don't know the position. But, like, this year in college football, man, with the COVID and suspensions and, I don't know, West Virginia is a 40-something point favorite. But, you know, just do with that information what you will. Uh, all right. First, some fantasy football notes. Um, I, ha- I, I, the guy I gave out, I think, on the show was DJ Shark. Gavin has him. I have him. Love him. Now, I- I'm curious as to your thoughts on Tyler Boyd, Gavin, because you are a Chargers guy. How is the Chargers secondary? AJ Green, I don't think is going to play. We know he's always hurt. Um, but I kind of like Tyler Boyd. There's all this chatter in Bengals camp that he has some communication, uh, kinship with Joe Burrow. And I think Tyler Boyd's going to operate out of the slot. I think Verrett is the slot guy, and he's dinged up. No, no. no. For the Chargers, you see, you'd have Casey Hayward. Hayward. Uh, is their number one corner. Chris Harris comes in, obviously, from Denver, former All-Pro. And then you've got Desmond King out of Iowa, mm. who is, I think, actually more of their slot corner guy. Okay. So, I, look, Derwin James is out, who obviously uh safety all-star, but I mean, he's 
he's not going to be the one covering these guys. So, right. like, I, I would still stay away from Tyler Burton. Now, look, if you have him, you're probably starting him. Yeah. But I would temper the expectations. Interesting. For for me, it's it's Tyler Boyd or, um, oh, no, there's really no other option. <laughs> yeah. This is the team where you got to start three receivers. I have Odell, Shark, and Boyd. Um, hey, but, you know, um, that doesn't mean you still can't get a touchdown. But, yeah, uh, no, certainly. I think overall it's um, tough. I actually like the Bengals here. I mean, I know you, you're 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 believing in the Chargers. Uh, decent stat in rookie quarterbacks starting week one, eight and two against the spread in their last ten, and I, eleven six and one dating back to two thousand ten. Um, and it's like one of those, like trends are not predictive. I need to be clear with that up front. Bernie Frado last week gave out a really good one about divisional underdogs in week one, and. Trends are not predictive. They just show you what has happened in the past. Now, what can you get out of rookie quarterbacks showing well? Well, I, I can say this. There's no tape on Burrow. Chargers don't know what to expect, but they do have pretty good. They got maybe the best pair of edge rushers in the league in Ingram and Watt. I'm sorry, Ingram and Bosa. And is that going to be is that going to be tough life for Joe Burrow? Well, you're damn right it's going to be. But we know Burrow excelled with the quick drop unload. Quick drop unload, and Burrow was magical in the pocket last year at LSU. Um, I, you know, it's probably going to be a little bit of a shock to the system when those guys are in his grill. I, I will say, starting center out for Tyrod Taylor. Starting center is out. My only other thought, and we talked a lot about this in the offseason, is rookies coming in with the impacted uh, training camp. They yes. didn't get to play the preseason. They didn't get all that help. Yeah. So that will be a factor. I, I I would trust the Chargers defense to get in his face. Look. With the hook, do you like the hook? Uh, it's tough. I mean, uh, yeah, if you're getting three and a half, I, I like it definitely more. Because Chargers, what, the body clock start at, at uh, you know, 10 a.m. for yeah. them? Yeah, and to be fair, the Chargers have never started Tyrod Taylor, too, so there's a new True story. thing there. All right, um, let's go to that Monday game real quick, Gavin. Giants were six-and-a-half-point underdogs. It's now moved to five-and-a-half, some big money coming in this morning. So, again, if you subscribe to Straight Fire, I had Adam Chernoff, who's been on this show. He came on the pod and said that a European syndicate early this week went heavy, gave out Steelers over the Giants as, like, their number one pick, and then the line moved up, and then an American gambling syndicate then did the same thing, saying Steelers. Now, are they trying to move the line to get the bigger number and then buy back bigger on the other side? I don't know. I just don't have any read on where the Giants have an advantage, okay? Their offensive line stinks. T.J. Watt is a beast. The Pittsburgh Steelers' defense at the end of last year was phenomenal. It nearly got two joker backup quarterbacks to the playoffs, okay? And then on the other side of the football, the Giants, I count five new defensive starters. Five. I think it's three guys in the secondary are new. Um, ben Roethlisberger with Juju. I like the kid Claypool. Obviously, uh, the burner on the outside. Like, this Steelers team should eat. James Conner should have his way with the Giants. I cannot find an angle where the New York Giants have an advantage, and I don't understand it. And I don't want to hear about, oh, Mike Tomlin's 1-8-1 and in his last 10 as... Uh, in week one, he just doesn't get his team up for it and blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe this year's different with no preseason. We know Harbaugh 
And the Ravens love, love, love to get their guys amped up in the preseason. And they crush. Remember, against the spread, I think like they're like 11-1 in the last three years in the preseason or some obscene number. That's what Harbaugh does well. Get his guys going in the preseason. It carries over into week one. Well, is that not going to be there for the Ravens? Because I do like the Browns. And now we're going to talk to Warren Sharp, um, Sharp Football Analysis, about this um, here, here in about a minute. But I just, some of these games, uh, I... I you also, feel- a lot of money coming in on, on the under there. It started at 48 as a total. Now it's at 46. Yeah. So. Remember, Danny Dimes last year, fumble machine. Okay? And everybody, the, the, the buzzword for this season is continuity, right? Oh, if you keep your quarterback and your coach and your coordinators, you're in good shape because there's not a lot of change. Well, how about we play the drinking game with continuity Sunday? Every time an announcer says it, you take a shot. And you're going to be just trashed by halftime of the early games. Because that's all anybody wants to talk about. Oh, speaking of continuity, New York Giants, new offensive coordinator, head coach, defensive coordinator. I mean, you think that matters just a little bit? A little bit? I don't know. I can't wait. Gosh, I'm so geeked. Uh, You know what I'm even going to do? I talked to the kids. This is how forward-thinking I am. Yesterday, I said to the kids, guys, are we doing... They're not sponsors, so I'm not. I shouldn't mention them. But Papa John's breadsticks and cheese sticks at halftime of the early games. And they're like, "Oh yeah, Dad, we got to do it." Because I did that almost every Sunday. That was my like guilty pleasure. I'm watching the games. I'm like getting sweaty with the gambling and the in game and the fantasy. And then I order the food, and it comes, and it's just I love Sundays. You know, we got the football. We're throwing it around. Oh, I can't wait, guys. And I'm a nerd. I fully admit that. Coming up next year, Fox Sports Radio, Warren Sharp. Sharp football analysis. You'll dive into all the games. But first, Isaac Lowenkron, what's trending? Jason, really big morning already in football starting in the NFL where Tennessee Titans first-round pick Isaiah Wilson was arrested overnight on DUI charges. Wilson's an offensive lineman out of Georgia. He was drafted 29th overall by the Titans who said in a statement, this is not conduct that is indicative of the character of our football team. And we're working through details on how to proceed. Titans open the season at Denver on Monday Night Football. A short time ago, Tampa Bay Buccaneers receiver Mike Evans was upgraded from doubtful to questionable for Sunday's opener against the Saints. Evans has been dealing with a hamstring injury this week. In college football, next Saturday's game between Virginia Tech and Virginia was postponed this morning because of COVID concerns at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech has also paused its football practices for four days. And EERsports.com reports that West Virginia has suspended 11 players, including three starters, for its opener today against Eastern Kentucky. Suspensions are due to violations of team rules and are not COVID-related, and the suspensions are for one game only. In the NBA playoff bubble Friday night, the Boston Celtics advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals with a 92-87 Game 7 victory over the Toronto Raptors. Jason Tatum of the Seas, 29 points, 12 rebounds, and 7 assists, but the soundbite of the night and maybe the year came afterwards from the Raptors' Kyle Lowry, who was asked to sum up the NBA bubble experience. Listen closely. It was uh, challenging. It was um, well put together. Uh, NBA and the teams and the players did a hell of a job sacrificing. So I think the, the, the bubble was a success. And uh, yeah, time to lead this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that audio courtesy what? of Ben Gulliver, the Washington Post. 
Also on Friday night, the Denver Nuggets stayed alive with a 111-105 victory over the Los Angeles Clippers, who still lead the series three games to two. And in baseball, yesterday and today's games between the Padres and Giants in San Diego postponed because of a positive COVID test in the Giants organization. Time to get out of this dot, 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 and go back to Jason McIntyre. Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Jason coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to have to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com, call 1-800-947-AUTO. Only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Our next guest, uh, he's been on the show before. You guys know him, Warren Sharp, sharpfootballanalysis.com. Also, just got a couple new revenue streams, Warren. Congrats, NBC Sports and The Ringer. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Uh, definitely, definitely uh, exciting time and uh, looking forward to the season, putting out some great new content. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's the key, right? The the I don't know about your parents, what they did, but my dad had one job, worked at the government, one check, one revenue stream, and that was it basically for his career. The new model, uh, Warren, is basically, hey, you got to get as many as you can, right? Yeah, I mean, as many as you can handle. Uh, obviously, working with uh, some NFL teams as well, uh, it's going to be a busy time, and I don't sleep much, but that's that's the fun of it. And I'm just so thankful that we're actually getting this NFL season, and uh, we didn't know that back in April or May, so I'm super pumped. Yeah, I mean, college football, oof, we won't even talk about that. All right, Warren, let's just get to the games first of all. Um, I, I want to start with a game I'm on the fence on, so – I had, I went to Vegas last week, drove out there, quickly made some bets, signed up for a gambling contest, drove back. And one of the bets I made for week one, I like the Browns. I got them at eight. It's down to seven and a half. And I'm getting pushed back because everybody's saying, well, come on. Everybody loves continuity. And look at the continuity, the lack thereof in Cleveland. And I say, I love this Stefanski-Baker marriage. I, I, I just love everything about this Browns team. And last year, Cleveland with an inferior coach – went into Baltimore as seven-point dogs and won outright by 15, just ran all over them. This will be their fourth meeting with Lamar Jackson, even though the Browns are banged up. Your thoughts on uh, Cleveland getting seven and a half? Yeah, I mean, the first thing, obviously, in this type of uh, situation, you do have to look at injuries, and so that's not the most ideal. There's a number of players on the Browns, especially defensively. They just called up a guy um, to, to be on their active roster in the corner to help solidify their cornerbacks a little bit. But they are hurting on that front. The, will, the one thing I will say when we look back at you know, some of my offseason analysis of the Browns and why I also love the marriage between Stefanski and Baker Mayfield and this offense in general is the fact he uses heavier personnel. And when we go back to that 2019 Week 4 meeting, that was when the Browns, for the first time in the season, they used 11 personnel at an 84% clip. For those that don't know, that's three wide receivers out on the football field, only one tight end and one running back. 84% of the time up until that game, they lowered that all the way down to 59%. They used a ton of 12 personnel in that week four game last year. They were able to dominate the Baltimore Ravens from 12 personnel. Baker Mayfield averaged 9.6 yards per attempt. They ran for 10 yards per carry when they were using 12 personnel against the Ravens in that meeting last year in week four when they won the game. Stefanski uses the least amount of 11 personnel of mm. any coach in the league. They use a lot of 12, a lot of 21. So I do think that heavier personnel is going to have some success here. And that's part of the reason why I think this number has dropped a little bit. So everything about this game, I love 
from the Browns' perspective. Two concerns. Number one, the injury element of it uh, for the Browns. That is not good going up against this very difficult-to-defend offense of the Baltimore Ravens. And number two, you have John Harbaugh, who has a history of when they win, they generally blow teams out in week one games. They're very strong. They come out very hot. 4-0 ATS straight up and against the spread uh, last four years, 9-3 and since 2008 in openers, winning by and They actually cover the spread by an average of 12 points per game. So uh, that's a difficult thing you're going up against. But otherwise, I do see the Browns as having a good yeah. opportunity here. I want to get to more games, Warren, but one other note. And these trends, and trends are tough. You know, everybody's trotting out trends week one. They're going to do that. Trends aren't predictive, but I will say this. Ravens went 14-2 and last year, made a lot of people a lot of money. But they were weirdly only 2-5 and against the spread as a home favorite last year. Is there any way to explain why they would only be 2-5 and against the spread as a home favorite? Because well, I, I didn't know that until he, I dug, dug into it. Yeah, no, um, you know, overinflation of some of the big wins they had early, it's kind of the same situation that you got for, like, the New England Patriots back in the 2007 season where they were blowing people out. And we saw what the Ravens did week one and week two, just blowing people out, completely dominating them. And so the sports books adjust and people keep betting the favorites, even though the line is so high that you end up having a little bit of value, particularly late in the season, on fading that team. They may still win their games, but it's just harder and harder for them to cover these inflated numbers. All right, Warren Sharp, Sharp Football Analysis. Let me get to the second game I like a lot. I got Arizona getting seven against the defending Super Bowl losers. Um, I think this number's down to six and a half. I just love what I saw in two meetings last year, Kyler and Cliff Kingsbury. Remember, two NFL rookies almost went 2-0 and against the spread against the Niners. Uh, they had an unfortunate fumble at the buzzer that screwed the second cover. But um, they add DeAndre Hopkins. I think the 49ers secondary is going to be a step slower this year. And uh, also no Buckner on that defensive line. I like a lot about the Cardinals. I happen to get lucky and have um, a source inside the Cardinals. And all they're doing is raving about how much better the defense is going to be right out of the gate. Because they had an injury in the secondary and the Patrick Peterson suspension last year. And the, the number they were just giving up huge chunk plays. Apparently, they're really proud of the defense. And Warren, the other thing I heard is they're they're not practicing in the bubble like they did last year. They're practicing in the heat at seven thirty in the morning in the desert, so they can simulate what the heat might be like in San Fran in Week One. Any thoughts on the Cardinals? I think that's smart what they're doing from a practice perspective, and I also think that this is a good opportunity to get this year-two jump from Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. Remember, last preseason they were hiding all their 10 personnel. They didn't want to trot it out there, so they blindly start doing it week one, and it was a little bit of an adjustment, and Kingsbury got used to calling plays and what personnel groupings, and they used a little less 10, and they started becoming a little bit more balanced. In this week one matchup, though, I do – not disagree with you at all. I think Kenyon Drake being involved here uh, just out the gates is going to be beneficial for the Arizona Cardinals. The first meeting, he ran for 7.3 yards per carry and a 60% success rate against the San Francisco 49ers defense. And Arizona did really good at limiting the 49ers rushing attack, held them to 3.3 yards per carry in the first meeting and just 1.8 yards per carry in the second meeting between Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman. So 
this Arizona Cardinals defense did a really good job against that run game. If they're able to do the same type of thing, it's going to be very different because look at these receivers that the 49ers have right now. Emmanuel Sanders is not there. Debo Samuel is out. We don't know about Ayuka for this first game. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're looking at like Dante Pettis and Kendrick Bourne getting reps as wide receivers. I'm never going to doubt Kyle Shanahan as a play caller and a schemer. And this team is built to withstand injuries at wide receiver because of their tight ends and their fullbacks. But I just agree with you in general that seven points is a lot to give up for a team uh, that's smarting with injuries at the wide receiver and hadn't had a lot of success running against this Cardinals team last year. And not to hammer away the trends, I know they're not predictive, but the Super Bowl loser, 4-16 four, four and 16 against the spread since in week one since 2000. I, I don't know if you can read anything into that. It, it's just a number. But uh, is there a game I'll let you talk about to wrap up, Warren, something you absolutely love uh, uh, preferably a side, but if it's a total, so be it. Yeah, well, if if you want, if you're going to give me the opportunity to talk about a total, I will because this number has come down, and I think there's still some value here. And I wrote up about this game uh, up on one of my articles at NBC, and that was the Dallas Cowboys uh, total against the Rams. And you know, in your in your neck of the woods out in LA, I think. Uh, one of the things that you have to realize with this Rams team is that you had a legend at defense coordinator in terms of Wade Phillips. Mm. Right now, your defensive coordinator out there is he's calling plays for the first time in his career. He's only been in the NFL for three years, and that's just as, as a linebacker's coach. So he's being thrust into this to make adjustments and to call plays on the defensive side of the ball. I think it's going to be difficult. They have a lot of change. Both of these defenses are swapping out almost 50% of their starters. That's difficult to do in an offseason like this. You had one of the best coverage middle linebackers out there in Corey Lilton. He's not there any longer. I think on the offensive side of the football, you guys have been practicing at tempo. And I think that you're going to have some success out the gates with some of the continuity from last year in Dallas, same play caller. However, an influence of Mike McCarthy and real quick about the difference. I think we're going to see when Mike McCarthy was in green Bay working with Aaron Rodgers. This was the number one, most pass heavy team on early downs in the first three quarters. Last four seasons with Dak Prescott, we saw Jason Garrett, the number four, most conservative run heavy coach in those same down and distances. So we're seeing a move from the number four most conservative to the number one most aggressive. They may not be the number one most aggressive pass team here in 2020, but they will definitely shift probably to above league average. I think that's going to propel points here. 51's is somewhat of a key number. There's still 51's out there. I like that one. All right, Warren Sharp, thank you very much. Sharp Football Analysis, great stuff. Log on and check it out. Also, NBC Sports and The Ringer. All right, Warren, enjoy the weekend, man. Thanks. Thanks, Jason. I will. All right. Uh, college football's back. The game's eh, kind of lackluster. That's next, but first, a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the claim-free discount, which gives you money off your homeowner's policy if you've been claim-free for three consecutive years. Also applies for three successive years, three years straight, and what's known to insurance fans as the claim-free three-peat. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmers Truck or Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Ten minutes to the college football kickoff. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. 
It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief from muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. Before we give Iowa Sam the floor for our Big Ten, I guess we might have to make it a Big 12 report. Um, I've had so many people tell me to turn on the Cobra Kai series on Netflix. Have either of you seen it? No. I guess in like a move of solidarity, the cable movie channels are showing Karate Kid. And of course, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So I always watch it. And I guess it's to cross promote for Cobra Kai. And I've had so many people say it's awesome. And I just have one question. Is it appropriate for kids? Because I've showed the kids Karate Kid. They love it. And I kind of want to show them Cobra Kai, but I don't know if it's appropriate. So hit me up on social media and let me know. All right, on to college football. Iowa Sam, our resident college football expert, all things college football. Oh, you're too kind. And Syracuse and North Carolina kick off in eight minutes. UNC is a 23-and-a-half-point favorite. Your Iowa State Cyclones with future NFL QB Brock Purdy. Yeah. They're 12-and-a-half points favorites against Louisiana. I believe we had his the Louisiana coach on this show once. Um, but I look at the rest of the lineup. It's huge spreads. It's good against terrible. Clemson's favored by 34. I would say, I'm like, is this the kind of day where you're just going to be, like, obsessed over college football like normal? Or is it, eh? I, it's, you know, it's... <sighs> It's kind of like when you're waiting for your main course at a restaurant and they just keep handing out free bread and you're <laughs> filling up on the free bread and you're like, all right, when's the main course coming? But but honestly, I mean, we had the, those first, you know, handful of games last week and are building up to this week and they're okay. I mean, the games today are a step up from last week's games yes. and then next week and then the next week after that, they'll be better and better. And then you have the SEC starting at the end of September. So there's definitely hope for some good games. Um, honestly, this Louisiana-Iowa State game is is pretty solid. Um, Louisiana, uh, the Raging Cajuns have this quarterback, uh, Levi Lewis, who last year, I, I didn't even realize this, uh, they beat Miami in their bowl game. I think they won like 11 games. So right. this is actually a solid game. There's no fan intimidation, so it's only, you know, it was 11.5 points. Now it's up to 12.5, but this is a competitive team. Um, and then you have games like uh, Florida State and Georgia Tech, which actually could be a solid game because – both those teams are sort of trying to find their identity a little bit. And um, so, yeah, there's some there's a couple games to watch this week. I'm excited to see what the heck the Big Ten ends up doing. Um, yeah, I think they're going to vote again. I mean, that's just the murmurs I've been hearing is that they're going to vote again. Um, it just It's sort of like you're, you're at a party and your friend calls you and they're like, hey, our car broke down like 30 miles away and we'll be here uh, in a few hours and maybe at the end of the party when things are winding down. Well, you know, if they can vote and get on the field in sometime in October and they get seven games in, yeah, but they the, can participate in the college but football how is that fair, though, if you play nine or ten games in the SEC and then, you know, oh, let's just let the Big Ten in with they've only played seven games. Like, well, we don't know that the I SEC hate, is going to play yeah. nine. Like, you, I have no I idea how many. staggered times we're starting with. Yeah, no, I think we all do. But l- listen, it's 2020. Who the hell knows what's going on? Exactly. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll do a little more of this at the top of next hour than get to NFL picks. Come back. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hour number three here on Fox Sports Radio. College football. It feels like the season's starting, but it got underway last week. Good to have you back, college football. And it's good to have you back, audience. I'm Jason McIntyre. I'm coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Looks like there's uh, the Iowa State cheerleaders are socially distanced in the stands wearing masks. Oh, Good just, call. It just looks strange. Did you see the image on social media, Iowa Sam, of the band socially distanced in the stands? It looks I like the not. announcers. Mike Golick is calling a game? This guy's calling a game from his house? Wait, they can't travel there and just be there and watch the game from the stadium? Oh, my God. I didn't know that was a real thing. I, I Listen, I'm behind on college football. As soon as the Big Ten and Pac-12 tapped out, I kind of interest faded for me. It's not a real season. Like, people are saying, the bubble's not real. No, the bubble, NBA bubble's real. <laughs> That's like a thing. All the stars are playing. The teams are playing. People are tested. Like, I, I don't know what the hell's going on with college football. This is extremely mystifying. But, yeah, listen, I like sports, so I will watch. I just posted a few gambling picks for college football on my Instagram stories. Uh, I don't feel confident enough to give them to you here. It's a cut above pizza money. It's COVID dart throwing. Honestly, 
uh, a guy who comes on the show regularly. I'm not going to say his name because he didn't give me permission to give this out. But he told me, hey, man, you know, the UTSA quarterback tested positive for COVID. His backup just got out of COVID protocol, so he hasn't been practicing. Take the under. So I put some money on the under. Um, I, I don't know, guys. I, it, it's tough. Uh, it looks like the FS1 announcers will be from the studio as well. And then the ACC network has a sideline reporter in the stadium. Yeah, this is just bizarre. Iowa Sam, you're going to have to tell me what it's like on the screen. I obviously can't listen. Look, have, look at this Kansas State game. There looks like there's a, at least a few thousand fans there. Where? Uh, oh, that's I, the band. No, I'm seeing... If you look at the stands, am I am I missing something here? Yeah, we'll I see don't know. in a second. Well, well, keep me posted on that. But um, so college football, it's not going to look and feel the same. The pageantry matters when Clemson runs through the stands and then touches the rock and runs downhill. Like that's a vibe. That's a scene. When the FSU fans are doing the tomahawk chop, oh. I love that. That's college football when Notre Dame's fight song is playing. I love that, man. And, like, that's not going to be there. But for the NFL, it's different. There isn't – the pageantry isn't as much. And I watched Thursday night's game. Folks, it looked like football to me. Now, Kansas City had some fans in the stadium. But, again – When you watch the NFL experience, it's not as many fan shots. It's a ton of replays. College football is the fan shots, is the cheerleaders. And I think college football obviously hurt a little bit more. I'll quickly touch on the ratings because the ratings are like a bit of a talking point, which I think is silly. And we did this. Why were NBA ratings down over the last eight years? Well, there's a host. Oh, and just to correct something, some announcers are in the stadium. My man Gus Johnson looking dapper and Joel Klatt. Um, they a lot are, of fans in the stands. Yeah, there. a lot of fans in the stands for that game. That's a big Big 12 game, I would assume. Yeah, that has fans in the stands. Iowa State, you know, it doesn't look like they're There are no fans for Iowa State. They announced that they were going to let in 25,000 fans. They reversed that because Iowa is not handling coronavirus very well. Right. But it looks like this Kansas State, uh, they're taking on an FCS team, I believe. Um, and it looks like that there's maybe yeah, 10, there's 10, students. 15,000 fans, up. but they're not distanced, um, which, you know, whatever. They're, they're going to make outdoors decision. and they have a mask. Right. No, it, yeah, which is actually the most, you know, one of the most important yeah, things. Yeah. So this will be interesting, though. They have they have a, somewhat of a home field advantage here. Yes, indeed. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know, speaking of home field advantage, how to handle that in the NFL this week. Like, and Gavin, I know, is a big gambler, too, but I don't know what that home field advantage is going to mean. You know, it's still, you have to still travel. You have to still spend the night in a hotel. Um, and, I, uh, you know, when we had Warren Sharp on, I mentioned that I had a connection at, uh, oh, uh, The, the one pause. thing I would say, and I sent you that article uh, by The Athletic on home field advantage and what this season could look like. The two teams that, that uh, had the least advantage from a home field last year, according to the stats, were the Giants and the Chargers. The Chargers are obvious. Oh. Giants, very interesting that they weren't as good at home. Um, so those are two teams that I would look to boost if they are at home. Okay. Hold up. We were going to do big NFL, and I got a bunch of texts just now. Damn, dude. Oh, boy. I don't know if this qualifies as breaking news, Isaac. Giannis Atenacumpo 
has unfollowed every one of his Bucks teammates on Instagram. He's now down to following nine people. So I didn't believe it, and the text kept coming in. He's following his brother, and I guess his girl. He's following some rapper. I don't know. And Is he following any anyone from the Heat or the Raptors? <laughs> Heat and Raptors He's have following a bunch of words. <laughs> Breaking news. Giannis has unfollowed the, all the Bucks teammates. Um, he's following, I guess, his agent from Nike Basketball. And um, now I don't know what his followers looked like two days ago, but I would assume he followed. Oh boy, we've got a developing situation. Yeah, this is legitimate breaking news it's in a, this day and age. It's folks. official, Gavin. Okay, so uh, <laughs> okay, while while I try to put something together, Isaac, let me know if like seriously, like last week he was following Kyle Corver and Bledsoe and all these guys. Like I don't know how to confirm that. Is there a way to look it up? I think you just came up with a great entrepreneurial idea. Yeah, how to fo- how to track who used to follow what? NBA free agency follow dot com. Oh, maybe he's like maybe the league's like, hey man, nobody even knows when the Lakers game is today. <laughs> Can you do something to get people talking about the NBA? Listen, I had to look up when the Lakers game is today. It's at five o'clock Pacific, so I guess there's no marquee college football game tonight. It's uh, it's, it's not like there's like a Notre Dame FSU matchup or whatever. Um, uh, that would be uh, UTEP versus Texas or uh, Clemson versus Wake Forest. That's probably your yeah. Game. I mean, and those are the games you watch for like a half, and it's a bloodbath. So you know, it could be the case with the Lakers. I mean, they were up by a million on the Rockets at halftime uh, in in the last game. So Giannis unfollowing all of his teammates, including the he doesn't even follow the Bucks anymore. I don't know. This is does this qualify as a shocking development? What, I mean, what's so great is on top of all the sports we're getting right now, we're also getting NBA offseason sports, which is one of my favorite times of the year. So we're getting yeah. we're literally and getting everything right. We now. weren't supposed to get this this because there's really no like Gordon Hayward may opt out. There was no other big names, but like I remember last year, uh, June was it? Oh no, July one, June thirtieth, whatever it was. I went to Cowherd's house and we hung out and like watched it unfold. And it was like, oh, Kyrie and Kevin Durant are going here and this is happening. It was like a little crazy. And it was on a Sunday because it was also NFL and we watched. No, it wasn't. No, I'm sorry. That was a different day. And we were like tracking all this. It was like bananas, like so much happening. And um, it was like, oh, well, we're not going to get that this NBA offseason. Well, wait a minute. Are we? Giannis unfollowing all of his teammates? That, to me, is shocking. Okay, so it's not, like, that big of a deal. It's interesting. It is the Graham. Uh, Isaac, can you quickly check to see on Twitter if Giannis is doing the same or it's just an Instagram thing? Already efforting, and I'm trying to do some research into some of the nine people that he actually still is following. Following, There's a gentleman named Ophili Official who appears to be named Michael Ophili. Let me guess. He's like a local rapper. I don't know. I'm looking into that. And there's also Sincerely Mariah and Sincerely is with two Y's. But what's interesting is the Lakers just signed Ophili to a two-way contract. No. I thought that was interesting. Wait, seriously? No, it's it's a joke. Who is Ophili? Social media humor. Okay. On Twitter, he is only following six accounts. One of those accounts is Mariah Denae. Possibly the same the Mariah. The same Mariah. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. It's probably his girl. It's He's probably got... his girl. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> it's probably his girl. So, so Giannis with a huge move on social media, 
breaking, busting up the entire college football day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm right. not on snap face and all that. <laughs> so we didn't really get to NFL picks. You know what? We'll just push it, but we'll cut break early. We'll do NFL picks coming up, and we got a great guest at 930. Oh, he's going to have to be ready for this. <laughs> but unbelievable development in the NBA on social media. Giannis unfollowing all of his teammates and the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's see. Did he scrub Bucks from all his pictures? No, you could. Wait a minute. Yeah, there is really no Bucks logo anywhere. Maybe they already went to him with the with the Supermax, and he's just like, bugger off, you know, build a real roster. We got five guys who are 30 or older. Get me some teammates. All right, we'll do NFL picks after this. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Listen, I get it. Some of you guys are going to scoff. Giannis, not a story. Giannis unfollowing his teammates on Instagram is nothing. I get it. I, I fully understand that. Um, but the reality is it is kind of a story. It, it just, in 2020, it is. All right, we've got some breaking news on the NFL front. Let's flip it over to Isaac Lowenkron. <laughs> Breaking news from Fox Sports. Tom Pelissero of NFL Media has just reported that Pro Bowl running back Dalvin Cook has agreed to a five-year, $63 million extension with the Minnesota Vikings. Jason, back to you. 
Uh, that's not a good deal. Come on. Are you five years, Isaac, for a running back? I don't know. Listen, this is why the Vikings are screwed, guys. Um, When you don't have the quarterback on the rookie deal or a cheap deal the way they had Case Keenum on that cheap deal, like, you're you're shafted. you got to pay everybody. So they had to give Kirk Cousins all the money, and that worked for two years. And then, oh, guess what? you got to pay the young guy. So what do you have to do? You have to offload digs. Oh, look at that. We have to dump our top three guys in the secondary. Ooh, that's a hell of a catch in the K-State game. I don't know, some kid named Adams. Go up and get it! That was a great catch. And then, you know, the Vikings realize, oh, geez, we have to uh, put our safety on a franchise tag. Like, are you kidding me? Really? So, uh, all of a sudden, the Vikings, if you're paying Dalvin Cook, uh, I, they, they're going to be losing some of these see, these key contributors, that offensive line. Unless you nail all your picks, you really can't pay these guys unless the quarterback's on a rookie deal, which is why, again, I'm bullish on guys like the Arizona Cardinals. And a great stat from the Football Outsiders, guys, is the Baltimore Ravens spend the second most money in the league on defense. Why can they do that? Because Lamar's on a rookie deal. Arizona Cardinals, what do they do this season, uh, this offseason with their quarterback, Kyler Murray, on a rookie deal? Let's go out and spend some money on DeAndre Hopkins. The window is open when the quarterback's on a rookie deal, which makes my Jets all all the more frustrating because uh, they've kind of wasted the rookie deal window. Anyways, all right. Um, we going to do the play of the day here? Oh, my gosh. We got more breaking news? What the hell is going on here? Breaking news from Fox Sports. Ian Rappaport has just reported that the New Orleans Saints and Alvin Kamara have agreed on a five-year, $75 million extension. $77 million overall, $15 million signing bonus. Okay, so let's compare, Isaac. Five seventy-five for Kamara, five sixty-three for Dalvin Cook. Huh. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm Dalvin Cook, I'm already pissed off. <laughs> I mean, listen, is Kamara that much better than Cook? Now, he catches way more passes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's not dive into the contracts. All right, let's get – should we do the play of the day, get that out of the way? Let's do the Geico play of the day. No, let's not? Okay. Let's go ahead and uh, go th- – let's start with NFL picks. I want to get these out of the way. All right, G- Gavin, we're going to go down the list. Um, I'll go with my favorite games in order. And it was Browns because I gave it out on straight fire as my best bet. Browns, um, that, slide, that slid down a little bit. I'm going to go with my best bet of the weekend, Arizona Cardinals getting seven. By the way, it's it was seven and a half. It's down to seven even. I've seen a six and a half. Arizona getting seven at San Fran. Number two, Washington Football Club getting five and a half. Now, you notice what I've done here with the first two. Divisional matchups, familiarity, and I'm picking on teams that made the playoffs last year against teams that didn't make the playoffs. What the market does, they know that the public better is going to come in and go heavier on the team that made the playoffs. So the lines are a tad inflated. Uh, Washington nearly covered twice last year versus the Eagles. Uh, Washington's strength is the defensive line with Chase Young and three first-round picks. 
The Philadelphia Eagles have lost two starting offensive linemen to injury already this year. So Arizona, Washington, and um, if I'm going with number three, it's going to be a non-divisional matchup. I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams. Line was uh, three, down to two and a half, and I'm seeing a two now, Gavin. I just like the Rams here. I think this is the narrative play. I gave this out on Cowherd's show. Everybody think the Rams are trending downward. They went Super Bowl two years ago. Last year, they missed the playoffs. And now there's just not a lot of hype about them. The 49ers bypassed them. A lot of people think Seattle's better. I don't. Um, and I think Arizona's creeping. Meanwhile, everybody's on board the Dallas Cowboys' Dak train. Oh, Dak is great. C.D. Lamb, the offense. I'm just going to remind you guys, two years ago, when the center Travis Frederick was out, the running game was not as good. He's a pivotal part. Lyle Collins is now out. Um, Zeke had COVID. I don't see this Dallas running game being as awesome as you guys think. Uh, I think Aaron Donald has a big game, and I like the Rams getting points. All right, Gavin, any games that jump out to you? Um, I am in on the Packers today. I do like uh, what they did in the offseason. I'm, I'm a little bit down on the Vikings. So right now, uh, Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites, so I will take the points with the Love Packers. Um, I'm also looking at the Colts, uh, seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Look, that's a lot That's a lot to, to, to give up in, in the NFL. But the Jaguars are terrible. They don't have any organizational organizational. Uh, you know, chemistry right now. They've got guys jumping ship. People are happy to leave the Jaguars. Gardner Minshew, I never really bought into him. So I like the Colts. Uh, Philip Rivers reuniting with Frank Reich, reuniting with Nick Sirianni. Uh, amazing draft. Chris Ballard, one of the best GMs in the league. I will go with the Colts there. All right, let me stop you and ask you a question. Yes. Now, you just told us you have DJ Shark on both your fantasy teams. Yes. And, and you're betting on the Colts. Betting so. on the Colts. High-scoring game. Uh, ah, total okay, in this that game. was okay. Yeah, yeah. I think the Jaguars are going to be from behind the entire game. Um, look, if James Robinson, the starting running back, is available in your league, who cares? He's, he's wait, not going to get a lot of work. He's the Jag starter? He's the Jag starter. But being a Jag oh starting running back, it, you know, doesn't mean much at all. Well, also, the Colts <laughs> went out and got the kid Buckner, who's one of the best run-stopping defensive linemen in the league. Buckner. Yeah. Uh, he, I think, he led the Niners in run uh, tackles against the run. And that was a big hole for the Colts. I, I think I'm with you, man. I think they just run the ball down their throat. Jacksonville, by the way, Jacksonville's like entire defensive line is gone. Yeah. Ngakwe's yeah. gone. Calais Campbell's gone. Like, uh, all they got is the kid on the edge, Josh Allen. Uh, and the Colts offensive line's the best in the league. And we've talked about this game plenty today, but the Cardinals-Niners, maybe the game of the week, actually, uh, outside of Buck Saints. But I like the Cardinals with the points here. I think seven points is way too much to give that high-flying offense in Arizona. I think this is going to be a tight one. Um, I would definitely be uh, taking the points there. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I think we are in a lot of agreement. Let Let me look at a game that we neither of us seems to be on. Um, that to me is interesting. Seattle, Atlanta. Like, I don't like Seattle this year. Uh, listen, listen. If you if you look at their Week One defensive backs last year, they have three new guys. Okay, uh, the right side of the offensive line is new for Seattle and Russell Wilson. They lose Jadavian Clowney as well. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't, people love Russell Wilson. And I'm just telling you, this team last year, 
The Vikings and Seahawks, if you look closely at what they did last year, both of them had three wins against a backup quarterback. Like last year, people say, oh, I remember when Seattle went to Atlanta and won and covered. And it was like, okay, uh, it was against Matt Schaub. Like, of course they covered. Now you got Matt Ryan. And I don't... I, no, I, I hear Atlanta you. is going to be healthy. They're healthy at the start of the season. We know it always falls apart and everybody gets hurt. I lean Atlanta here. I know Cowherd loves the Falcons in this spot. I, I, yeah, it's yeah. two and a half. I would love it to get uh, to three. I would love, uh, oh, uh, if yeah, I was yeah. taking the Falcons, I would want I, the, the extra. I, we probably won't see that three. Now, we did see a three in Vegas at Carolina. This was surprising because this was a pick, Gavin, and it went up to the, to the Las Vegas Raiders going on the road to what everybody thinks is the worst team in the league, Carolina. Did you see the stat that Teddy Bridgewater as a starter is 16-2 and against the spread? Amazing. Now, that's not predictive. It's not going to say that Teddy Bridgewater is going to cover because some of those were in Minnesota when he was really good and on a good team, and then when he was on the Saints, a really good team. I don't know what Matt Rule is going to bring to the table. I, I, you know, I've seen some speculation that they may do like a, a 4-2... A four-two-seven, or no? Maybe it's a five-two-seven defense with only two linebackers. Like Matt Rule's done some quirky stuff defensively. Now, uh, is Derek Carr going to have a big year? I don't know. Everybody's healthy. Josh Jacobs, who was awesome last year when he was healthy, uh, they got I, a couple I, new receivers. I, I mean, I was going to say that the Raider game is one where I would look at some props because I really think the Raiders are just going to destroy and annihilate the pathetic really? Carolina Panthers wow. defense. Wow. Well, the awful. Panthers defense is very they, bad. They are really bad. I think Josh Jacobs, I would take the over, over on him on uh, probably ru- uh, rushing yards and catches and uh, receptions. All right, one more, one more before we get to our guest. Um, I guess we got to look at Tampa, New Orleans. And, and um, Can't wait for this one. It's a game of the weekend. Like, all the trends for New Orleans lost their last six home openers, 2-15 against the spread in their last 17 games in weeks one and two. That's a lot to take in, but bottom line is it comes out to, oh, he's gone. Syracuse, a three-touchdown underdog, just had like an 80-yard punt return. I saw, oh, there's a flag. I saw a crazy stat about this game with uh, Brady. This is the first regular season game that Brady has been an underdog in. In a certain amount of time. Look, I don't have the stats yeah, it's like, off, it's but it like was insane. Six or it seven w- years. It was like, I think it was 2015. Don't quote me on this, but this is very rare yeah. water that he finds himself in. But the other thing about. is the public is all over Tom Brady. Of course. And three and a half point line right now. The New Orleans Saints are at home. Home, but it doesn't mean anything, right? They're going to be fans in New Orleans? Yeah, and Tampa's not a far, it's not like it's a long, I don't know if they do the day trip, uh, probably not, but... It's an afternoon game. They could do a morning flight. I, although, I don't know. I, that's probably unlikely. Mike Evans is questionable for this game, so there was some doubt if he was going to play. Yeah, I just I just want to be clear. I, I like the Saints a lot this year. Uh, everybody seems to be off them a little bit. And anytime people go off somebody, give me them. So well, I, and look, I, people were telling us plenty that Alvin Kamara could be an issue this year, but he just got locked up on a new five-year extension. So. I, I'm going to go with the Saints here. I know the hook is bad, and I know Brady and the offense, and they'll be coming back. And uh, I think I, this will be a game that'll be kind of my fun money with with how I did on Sunday, and I think I tossed a little on the over. I think that's over. what I do. That's yeah. probably the safe Take bet. The Looks over, like 48. the total is, oh, 48. That's it. That's it. I like it. That seems a little low. All right, coming up next here, we'll talk to an NBA guy, Noah Kozlov. Uh, 
I, I think we'll ask him about Giannis and Instagram, and some of you guys will be like, why are you talking about Giannis and Instagram? Well, <laughs> he's NBA free agents holding people hostage. But first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending. Jason, very busy morning starting in the NFL where Ian Rappaport reports that Saints running back Alvin Kamara has agreed to a five-year, $77 million extension. Tom Pelissero reports that Vikings running back Dalvin Cook has agreed to a five-year, $63 million extension. At the other end of the spectrum, Tennessee Titans' first-round draft pick, Isaiah Wilson, was arrested overnight on DUI Chargers. Wilson, an offensive lineman out of Georgia, was selected 29th overall. The Titans open the season at Denver on Monday Night Football. Buccaneers receiver Mike Evans upgraded from doubtful to questionable for tomorrow's opener against the Saints. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. In college football, next Saturday's game between Virginia Tech and Virginia was postponed this morning because of COVID concerns at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's also paused its football practices for four days. On the field right now, 18th-ranked North Carolina, a 7-0 first-quarter lead against Syracuse. Number 23, Iowa State and Louisiana are scoreless late in the first quarter. Charlotte, a 7-0 lead at Appalachian State with four and a half to play in the first quarter. West Virginia up 13-0 over Eastern Kentucky in the first quarter. And Kansas State and Arkansas State are tied at 7, five minutes in. The NBA playoff bubble on Friday night. The Boston Celtics advance to the Eastern Conference Finals with a 92-87 victory over the Toronto Raptors. Denver staved off elimination with a 111-105 win over the Los Angeles Clippers, who still lead the series three games to two. And finally, off the court Friday, Houston Rockets forward Daniel House was kicked out of the NBA bubble for violating health and safety protocols. An NBA investigation found that House had an unauthorized guest in his hotel room over multiple hours earlier this week. The NBA said in a statement, Maybe next time think <laughs> Oops. Sorry, Jason. I, Jason, I'm sorry. I accidentally pressed the wrong button there. How clumsy of me. <laughs> the NBA actually said in a statement, No evidence was found that other players or staff had contact with the guest or were involved in this incident. On that note, back to you. Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So funny, one of my buddies just texted me that he's now dating an Instagram model. And I was looking at her profile, sorry. Um, let's welcome in our next guest, my main man, uh, Noah Kozlov, CBS Sports HQ Stadium, uh, Mr. Basketball. Noah, I got to start with this. Um, tennis, have you been? Have you played tennis at all lately? It's funny you say that because we were in the suburbs of Philadelphia for five months. We got out of here from March to August. Got out, out of here, meaning got out of New York City. Why is that? And so I started playing tennis. Ooh. It was the most consistent tennis I'd played in, I don't know, probably since high school. Ooh. So I was playing. I was playing once a week, and it felt it felt great. And were you dominating? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think you'd get too many points. Ooh! I don't. I don't. I don't. You think. know. So I played. I do. A guy- I do need. I do need to work on 
I do need to work on changing the grip on my forehand. It's way too Western. I'm way too far over, but, uh, but I felt great. I don't even know what that means, but um, I, I did play. Uh, <laughs> I played against a guy who was number two on his tennis team in Australia, and I, I led two to nothing because he hadn't played oh. in like two years. And then he, he was well, wait, what, what does that mean? Number two on his team in Australia. Like he was the captain. Like, I'm sorry. No, he was number one. He was the captain for two years. I'm sorry. And like, they, like when? his this, high school is this tennis guy team. 65 now or what? No, man. He's our age. He's like 40. Oh, nice. and, uh, he, um, then he woke up and then he won like six straight and it was six two. Um, you still I, playing the same, you still playing the same game. Like you're just, you're just trying to, you're just getting it back. You're getting it back. You're, you're going to get to every ball. Is that still your game? Yes, it is. Is that? Okay. I mean, listen, you, it's tough to add to your game at this age, Noah. But uh, tennis it is. is a great That's way. what I'm saying. That's yeah. what it is. It is hard, but there's something to be said for trying to make the other guy just hit one more shot. You can. Yeah, you can no, win no, a lot certainly. Of oh, way. yeah, definitely. Regular games. Uh, when it comes to the tournament, you're going to run into a beast, so you got to step it up. Yeah. Anyways, let's yeah. get to the humongous, breaking, massive, colossal NBA story today. That isn't this is the right Raptors. Up your alley. This isn't the Raptors <laughs> losing Game Seven. Okay, this is Giannis. Now, we're still trying to determine whether or not, like, he had followed everybody on the Bucs and then he just unfollowed them. But I don't know. What what do you make of this? Much ado about nothing? Come on. Let's hear it, Noah. It's funny because you played before he cheats. So I looked up (laughs) immediately. I looked up the lyrics and it made me think. I took a Louisville slugger to both headlights. I slashed the hole in all four tires. Like, like maybe that's what Giannis is doing to, to the Milwaukee Bucks. But so Adam Stanko and I had this conversation on rejecting the screen, our, our podcast yes. last week. And that, that every single Giannis conversation, with, with this Instagram stuff aside, every single conversation with Giannis, it's all gossip. Because at the very end of the conversation, they all end the same way with, well, he's never said anything or hinted anything that he wants to go anywhere else all indications are that he would you know wants and, and wants to stay and likes milwaukee so everything is gossip there is nothing nothing steeped in fact nothing when it comes to Giannis. well so, wait a sec hold yeah. on no hold on it is a fact he did just unfollow all of his teammates that's not gossip wait, that's a fact well but even you just said we don't know if he followed everybody in the first place Okay, fair enough. Well, other people are saying that that happened, but at any rate, you're right. Okay, maybe so we, that so is. We don't a fact. know. Yeah. yeah, we don't know if he had, if he was following everybody in the first place, and we don't know if someone got into his phone and did it for him. Giannis, Giannis himself hasn't said anything. Yes, on and the he surface, has been hacked before. That's a fair point. Okay, sure, right. So on the surface, yeah, that looks that looks bad, but you know, maybe maybe the Russians and the Iranians and the Chinese got bored for a day with election hacking and they're like, you know what? Let's go, let's go, Giannis. Love today. it. Love it. No, that's funny. But in reality, okay, um mm-hmm. he was a disappointment and, and and listen, I don't want to lump him in, in the James Harden Russell Westbrook stuff, but this is now two straight postseasons, big spot. And yeah. I know Giannis had like pretty decent numbers. And again, Harden's shooting better than he did in the regular season from three against the Lakers. Uh, I, like, listen, just not getting it done. We're seeing that, no. you know, the, these yeah, guys you're, are you're awesome right. regular you're season right. players. Yeah, you're right because it, because in the playoffs, you when you when you're facing the same team over and over again, we've had this conversation forever that the other team can game plan for you night in and night out. And don't worry about anything else. And when you don't have other guys that are creating or that you can run the offense through, and Giannis's game as awesome as it is. It's still it's still limited 
offensively until he's able to be that consistent and that, not even that consistent, but that effective when it's not just Giannis going straight downhill. Yeah. So unless, unless you're willing to do some other things. So yeah, is he, would he be a better fit and would the team be, would another team be a better championship contender than the Bucks? Sure. Like Dallas could, Dallas could move him right in there. Oh, hell that, yeah. That, that, that works. Toronto, it works. Miami, it works. Like it works cap wise or expected cap wise and it works personnel wise. But again, we haven't heard anything that would make us think that Giannis wants to leave. Okay. So you, if uh, this is you, um, sitting in a meeting with Giannis and his agent, and Giannis's agent goes, you know what? Let's look around this locker room. Wes Matthews, 33. Brooke Lopez, 32. Corver, 39. George Hill, 34. Eric Bledsoe, 30. Middleton, 29. Do I want to get old with these guys? You know, when, you, when you're when you getting ready to wife, you know, put a ring on your wife, you're like, this is oh, somebody boy. I want to get old with. She's smart. You know, the looks are going to fade. But she's smart. She's funny. She's <laughs> cool. I l- I want to be with this person for the rest of my life. Like Wait, this is a big are, commitment. Are you, are you saying that to your to your future wife? No, like, I look, think everybody normally says that. I know your looks are that. gonna fade. I know they're gonna fade. Yeah, they're but good. that's a reality. I have a feeling that along the way you'll pick up some other skills that will overcome your. No, look fade. The, the skills are already there. The foundation is there. I want to raise kids with this person. Like this is a this is gonna be a great wife mother. Uh, I you know. If I'm Giannis and I look around the Bucks, like I just don't know if I want to spend three more years or even two in Milwaukee. I'm being serious. Well, look like, at the, I mean, so so the money, you know, he's going to be able to get, you know, six seven million more a year there. But what is but what does that truly mean in the grand scheme of things? Because that you know that type of money hasn't you know when it's forty three, forty four million versus thirty seven and a half. Fine, you know, it's you can make up for that, that, yeah, with the market, yeah. Um, but but I think if I think Giannis would the Bucks aren't going to trade him, well, I don't know. I mean, if he says, Hey, I'm not signing, if well, exactly, if he says that, then then yes, you move him, but the Bucks wouldn't just trade him thinking that, well, maybe he wants to go. Giannis's reputation, though, as a as a marketable guy is sky high, Mm -hmm. so. What is Giannis? Giannis playing a villain isn't going isn't going to work. So I mean, it worked then, for Kevin Durant. It worked for LeBron in Miami. It? Did it? I, I didn't it. I mean, they both won titles. No, I, gotta, I no. I think I think LeBron has rehabbed himself. I, mean, I think I think most people. I would agree. I would agree with that. As fans with LeBron, when he went to Miami the way he did it and then that pep rally i think that's all i think that's all regrettable kevin kevin durant um the the image of kevin durant as a marketable star i think has gone downhill since he since the mom you're the real mvp <laughs> and so so i think he's got some more i think he's got some more to do right here in brooklyn and you know look as a, as a basketball player kevin durant is you know is an a plus he's an all timer already but I think I think KD as a marketable star, not like in basketball circles, but basketball brands. I think he's got a little bit of work to do, but can certainly do that. Yeah. Giannis has Giannis has all those pieces there, so I think Giannis would give the Bucks the benefit of the doubt, saying, "Hey, what 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 is the plan here? What else can we do? Look at what Miami has done with young guys. Look at what Dallas has done with young guys. Where where can we move here?" Yeah. 
All right, Noah Kozlov, good stuff. We'll do it again soon. NBA, NFL, follow him on social media at Noah Kozlov. Stay safe in New York, Noah. Good talking to you, pal. All right, buddy. Uh, We'll wrap up the show, but first, a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get new car replacement. So if your car is total, Farmers will pay to replace it with a new one of the same make and model. Like reuniting with an old friend with the added benefit of that new car smell. So it's really new car and new car smell replacement. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Optional coverage not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policy subject to terms and conditions. Underwritten by Farmers Truck and Fire Insurance Exchanges or affiliate. Uh, back here on Fox Sports Radio. Geico play of the day from North Carolina. Tarnio. Out of throw. Over the middle, tight end. Walston at the five. Give him six. Carolina. First possession of the season results in a touchdown. That was the Geico play of the day. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7. Visit Geico.com to learn more. That was the Geico play of the day. Uh, by the way, North Carolina was a huge favorite against Syracuse, and they've looked sloppy offensively. Syracuse now in the red zone. Um, I would say the only takeaway so far for me is this kid Adams, the receiver. He made two really, really terrific catches against Kansas State to the point where I was like, okay, let me Google this guy, see if he's a pro prospect, because you know I do mock drafts for Fox Sports. Uh, he's not a first-round pick, but he will be in the NFL. This guy will get a look from somebody. Maybe it's just a camp look. I would take a late-round flyer on him. But receivers are so hard to project. Do you, Gavin, do you remember this guy, Hakeem Butler from Iowa State? Oh, yeah. Big receiver. Yep. I mean, he was dominant in the Big 12. He got cut by the Cardinals. He was like a... Uh, fourth round pick, maybe. I like that you asked Gavin first, even though he went. Sorry, to the, I forgot. I, you're yeah. big. You're, no, okay. you're a Big Twelve guy, Big Ten, Big Twelve. Anyways, Hakeem Butler. So what? Where is he now? A lot of guys struggle in the NFL. Look at JJ Arcega Whiteside, right? He yeah, was but he's at, at least Stanford. on the team. He's still. on the team. Yeah. Um. Look, you know what? One guy, and I want to look up where he is from USC. Sam Darnold's favorite target, uh, Deontay Burnett. He was a stud Google, at USC. All right, Google it. Let me and see. And he was on the Jets, and then they they. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just so weird how things work out for receivers, man. I mean, so he's currently on the Eagles, but okay. Uh, well, yeah, the Eagles. I mean, they, their injury list every week is longer than like a CVS receipt. Seriously. I yeah. Mean, but look at this. He was undrafted in 2018. He's been on the Titans, Jets, Niners, and Eagles now. Yeah. Somebody joked to me that the Eagles should stop using a team bus and just use like a team ambulance. That's how bad the Philadelphia Eagles injuries are. I mean, it's cluster injuries every year. Um, and I didn't do too much about how much time- I heard a crazy stat about Carson okay. Wentz. Listen to this. He what he last year he was the only quarterback in NFL history to throw for four thousand yards without having a receiver reach five hundred oh, yeah, yeah. yards. And I don't think Unreal. Yeah, they had a lot of receivers do a little bit of work. Yes. And he was throwing yeah. to I think I joked that he was throwing to guys. They pulled out of a Christmas uh, nativity scene. <laughs> Guys like, I mean, practice squad dudes out of nowhere. And it was just like, oof. Well, maybe one of those practice squatters will be Deontay Burnett, who's yeah. on the Eagles. Um, Hartman and uh, Mobley are up next. It's so funny. Hartman, you guys would not know it by this, but Steve Hartman, big political guy. He's always got some angle that he's just rolling in here with. <laughs> and I, I, I just... I can't see him right now, but I joked. I was like, oh, Biden's going to crush Trump. 
<laughs> and before he could, he could see him getting coffee. I was like, I'm kidding. You know, <laughs> you know Trump is going to win. And, you know, he's always got these stats and all this. He's like, devours that. I don't know, Gavin. I, uh, I think I'm going to have to just tap out on my oh, I'm, per- I, personal Facebook. Best decision I made in 2020 was getting rid of Twitter. Look, I get why people with brands, you know, yeah. and major audiences need to have it. For me, not so much. Yeah, no, no. It's, <laughs> um, it's getting ugly. And, like, you know what I saw a lot this week? So I do those NFL videos for Fox and, like, previewing each division and betting and all this stuff. And the NFL and Fox account, I must have had to block 100, 200 bots who, it's not even people, but it looks like a person in a real account. And it's just like, screw the NFL. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. NFL woke. NFL. And you know it's not real. There's no no way. They, none of them follow me. And they're all like started in June of 2020, started in <laughs> April. And it's like, this is not real. It's just so fake and fraudulent. Social media really is just, I mean... I could go on a rant, but I'm trying my best not to. I read a story. Um, if you Google the headline, it was like how the billionaire ones, how the billionaires won Corona, and how all the billionaires profited off coronavirus. And you could see the media is starting to go after them, and it's getting scary. Well, I didn't leave enough time to dive deep into that. Thank you, Sam, Gavin, Chris, Isaac. Enjoy the weekend. Talk to you later. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.